It's another week of snow and ice here in St. Charles County. And this week on the St. Charles County Correspondent, we're talking about that. We're also going to talk about how much more snow we might be expecting this season. We cover some local issues in the community, including a schoolhouse running over budget, and how our community is once again coming together to honor fallen Marine Jared Schmitz and his family through to his upcoming birthday. I'm Noah Brandt, and this is the St. Charles County Correspondent. Welcome to the St. Charles County Correspondent. This is Noah Brandt, and I'm here with my friend Sam Safa. Sam, good day. Noah, good day to you. Happy Thursday. We're yet again buried under not just snow, Noah, but a thin sheet of ice, which we've come to just expect now in our winters in Missouri. That's right. Yeah, this this is, uh, you know, at least uh, f- for me and O'Fallon here, uh, speaking on day of release on Thursday, there's a lot less snow than there was during the last storm, uh, maybe an inch or two, but there's, yeah, just a whole lot of ice, whole lot of ice. I, I was talking to my wife this morning, and I'm like, you know, because we closed our office today, and everybody I know closed their office today, schools were closed today, and I'm like, am I, is this random? Like, since COVID, people are like, you know, if it snows, I just don't want to go to work, but she reminded me, she's like, it's the ice. Like it literally is 50 yeah, degrees and dangerous. raining the whole day. And then it drops overnight. And then you see the rain not stop and then just turn into snow and you can't like clear the roads. And it's very, very dangerous to be driving outside. Yeah. And, and something that, uh, that I was talking to some neighbors about during the last snow is so during the, the last snow, it rained before it snowed. And this time it also rained and sort of iced and snowed. And the problem there is there's no way to properly treat the roads because if you put the salt down, the rain will wash it away. So like if it rains before it snows, it makes the ice worse. It makes perfect sense. I'm now an expert. You know, we're two for two in the last four weeks of this happening. But uh, maybe, maybe, you know, February is almost over. I, I can see spring around the corner. Maybe this is the last time that we'll have to deal with it. I saw a little bit of snow in the forecast for next week, but it's also going to be 63 degrees on Monday. So, you know, yep, <laughs> yeah, we, we had a 60 degree day this past week. Yeah, I think it was over 60. I had my windows down and it's funny. You walk outside even in 53, 54 degree weather and you're like, man, it's warm outside. My neighbors were out like cleaning their garage Putting on shorts. Putting on shorts, flip-flops. Yeah, that's right, Sam. Well, here, you know, let's let's start with the least fun stories first and then get uh, get maybe, if not, if not more fun, get progressively uh, a better. Let's talk about crime. You know, we talk about crime sometimes on this podcast. There's some interesting numbers about uh, just the amount of crime that is sort of from out of the county when it's committed in St. Charles County, but sort of originating, if you will, from out of the county. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, we've been talking about this for a while, Noah. The specific crime that seems to be very prevalent in St. Charles County is carjackings and car thefts uh, and car break-ins. You mean, you mean car break-ins, car exactly break-ins, right. Yep. right. Carjackings and car break-ins. And new data was just released by County Executive Steve Elman. It was in KMOX this week. Steve Elman says 70% of the people in the county jail right now responsible for theft and break-ins of vehicles come from outside of St. Charles County. And man, it's seven zero. I mean, you heard yeah. that right. 
percent. There was a story uh, also that said, you know, hey, my son had a computer stolen out of my car. Another lady was like, my car was stolen out of my driveway when it was warming up. Uh, there's this horrible video that we may link to in our news article that shows a lady in Darting Prairie getting her car jacked at a BP gas station. I'm sorry, it was off Highway 67. And it's this video of a lady pumping her gas. She looks, so she leaves her car running. She walks around her vehicle to the pump and a guy pulls up in front of her car, gets out, gets in her car and just drives away and jacks out the the pump. And mm. she was just left standing there. I mean, thank Jeez. heaven she wasn't hurt. But um, you see that- It's a good reason why my wife never gets her own gas, you know? <laughs> it, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're you're exactly right. And it actually was in Darting Prairie. So I'm seeing two different stories, but this video is from Darting Prairie. You can look it up on KSDK. But um no the, that guy must have just been sitting there waiting to be because I because the only way that playing works is if the car is running. Right. And so he must have just been waiting for a running car to stop. Yeah, and it, he must have been waiting off video because you see him pull into the video frame and then just get out of hop out of his car. Um and the county executive uh, has joked in an article yesterday at KMOV, he joked, he said, he's thinking about plastering the county prosecutor's face on billboards near major highways <laughs> to deter criminals from coming because he said, we're tough on crime. Uh, last year, according to the county, they arrested 150 people related to carjackings in 2021. This wow. year, in the first 60 days of the year, they've made 74 arrests. Man. What's up with that? Why? What? Why, why, why is it up? Why is it up so much? You think? I think they're uh, cracking down. Not to be, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we people need to feel safe when they're pumping gas. It, you know, I we keep seeing uh, on Facebook uh, the police chief of St. Charles County and the prosecutor. They're always doing these joint press conferences, uh, almost to a point where it's like, oh, they're doing another press conference. I bet it's on carjackings, but. It really is the number one issue facing our county right now. I mean, frankly, I don't leave my car running in the driveway. And I will. You mentioned this. People stealing it from your garage. (laughs) Yeah, I I am. And I'll bite the bullet if I'm driving to work. I'm like, you know, I'll sit in a cold car as long as I have a car. Um, we had someone in our neighborhood get their truck stolen down the street. Man, and just- in your name, it's it's so crazy. And you know, I, I shouldn't say that I feel insulated from it because then something bad will happen to me. Those are the rules of uh, Murphy's Law, right? But uh, even I see on Facebook too, everyone always talking about the packages. You know, the Porsche Pirates, the packages always getting stolen. And I just I, I don't know. It, it hasn't happened in my neighborhood yet that I can that I can see. But I, I see it's happening all over O'Fallon. It's like it, it, it's crazy to me th- to think that it's happening in Winsfield. People's you know, trucks getting stolen from their driveways. Like it just doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem like something that's really going on. But I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I sort of changed my habits. I used to always leave my wallet in the car just out of convenience because it was in my garage. Now I always take anything nothing is valuable in my car you know i mean well you leave your f3 cinder block in your my car. f3 cinder blocks in the trunk there they can have that if they we'll want. call out to our last episode <laughs> yeah call out to the f3 folks um but noah that's uh, that's sort of an update on where we are at crime seven bottom line 70 percent of folks in jail right now in st charles county come from a different county they're not locals that are doing it that are people they're people that are coming in and you know what they're finding a rude surprise. Folks in St. Charles County, they vote 
they vote for uh, harsh on crime uh, policies and you know, we're, we're safe because of it, I think. I mean, kudos to yeah, our law enforcement right. officers. Noah, another story that we've been following here, uh, in the southern part of the county, the Francis Howell School District, I'm seeing a lot of zeros, a lot of zeros yeah. after a dollar sign. What's what's going on in the Howell, the Howell neck of the woods? Yeah, you got that right. Well, Francis Howell School District, uh, in up here in the county, like you said, Sam, they're building a new high school because uh, like, like another ongoing theme that we've talked about quite a few times and we'll continue to, the county is growing. They're, the school, the same way houses are being built, schools are being built everywhere. Uh, you know, there's a new school by, which, what's, there's a new school by you. Um, there's a lot of, lot of different schools coming up all over the county. And this, this part that's a little ways from you, but by, in Francis Howell, uh, this, they're building a new high school that was estimated to cost $86.3 million. So you got that $86.3 million. Got it. This uh, they started. They started building it uh, just sort of later in 2021. They got all of their approvals in May of 2021 and started construction near the end of the year. But this plan that was supposed that was originally supposed to cost 86.3 million dollars is now going to be running 164.7 million dollars. What? What? From 83 86.3 to one to almost so from eight pretty much 86 million to almost 165 million. Why? <laughs> no, no one can really say. No one so they, they said the pandemic has led to cost increases that were beyond the school district's control. Uh they you know they talk about inflation in general has uh added to the cost. They, they, but they, but here's the kicker, right? Is they were anticipating when they started construction near the end of last year, they were talking about uh, how th- there will they will run over budget, right? It's supposed to be eighty six million, but it's going to run over budget, and they estimated that it might run about ten percent over budget. I mean, you know, almost a hundred million dollars more is a lot more than ten percent. It's way more. I mean, I'm not even that good at math, and I know <laughs> it's a lot more. Yeah, you know, there, there's a quote in this uh, KMOV story on this from Chris Brooks, who's a member of the group called Francis Howell Families, which is a little interest group that's formed to sort of be a watchdog of the school district. And he says on this issue, quote, this is from Chris Brooks, the biggest feeling is frustration that the district has not been forthcoming. And when they do, they simply blame the pandemic for COVID, for inflation, for everything else without taking any responsibility for their lack of internal cost control for problems. And you listen, I'm not, I'm not an expert on this issue and I'm a hundred percent positive that the pandemic and inflation have raised prices. I mean, we can see that everywhere, you know, go to home Depot and see the price of raw materials. They are much higher than they were a year or two ago, maybe when this cost was approved, but man, I don't think they're a hundred percent higher. You know what I'm saying, Sam? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they're a hundred percent. I don't think anything is a hundred percent higher. I saw used cars are up like 20, 26%. And that seems high to me. Like used cars are now selling more than like a higher percentage than they've ever sold before. But I haven't seen a single thing that's escalated a hundred percent unless it yeah. was like, I don't know, like a six count of eggs may have doubled in price, but I can't think of anything that's doubled in price. Uh, yeah. It seems like an anomaly. 
And and you know this is these people they're they're stewards of public money, especially local money, right? This is property tax and bonds. Uh, the people care about this stuff because they are like you know them and their neighbors are paying for it. Yeah. Uh, so you know we'll Francis House School District. What'd you say? I grew up in the Francis House School District, so that's right. You yeah. did. I you know I I heard you were homeschooled. I don't know if it's true, but uh, <laughs> so <I'm> not, <laughs> is it was is that right, Sam? I I was homeschooled, but I grew up in the Francis House School District nonetheless. That's you. You did indeed. You your your family was paying property taxes towards that district. They certainly were. They still are. I'm sure. They they still are. My parents still live in the Francis House School District. Because so I hear Sam. Apparently, you don't have to stop paying property taxes when your kids are out of school. Isn't you that crazy? Heard correctly. Yeah. Which, yeah. You well, know, I don't feel bad using the um, the high school uh, tennis courts when they're not in use. You know, that's right. And that's that's the inception of the St. Charles County correspondent. We'll tell that story another time anyway. So we'll keep following the story of the almost one hundred million dollar cost overrun in the Francis House School District. Sam, let's end on a on a somber, but, you know, a hopeful note in a lot of ways. Let's talk about, uh, you know, our local fallen hero, Jared Schmitz, and what the community is doing both to honor him and to honor his upcoming birthday. Well, here on the show and for folks in the county, Jared Schmitz needs no introduction. He's the the Wentzville Marine who was killed in the withdrawal of Afghanistan last year. We covered this extensively, just the immense outpouring of support that the community showed. He would have turned 21 this February, this month. He would have turned 21. So Jared Schmitz's father has started a nonprofit foundation. It's called Freedom 13. And bars across the county are participating in this fundraiser. If you want to buy Jared a drink, isn't that isn't that nice? If you want to buy Jared a drink, he would have been 21 this month. You can go to any, really almost any bar in St. Charles County, buy this guy, buy this fallen hero a beer. A hundred percent of the proceeds will go to Mark Schmitz, the father of Jared Schmitz's foundation. Noah, what are some well-known bars that you could go to to buy a beer? Oh, so I mean, there, there's some great ones, Sam. And like you said, it's almost, I mean, p- pick a bar or a restaurant in town or just in the community and like it, it's probably on this list. But some of my favorites, uh, you know, Brett Hull's Junction House in Winceville is on there. Uh, oh, Ethel's Smokehouse and Saloon, Ethel's Barbecue, which is right by my house, is on there. Uh, Big Papa Steakhouse, uh, Hot Shots. Uh, there's a lot of great, great uh, establishments on this list. And, uh, you know, you don't always see that every day to where 100% of the proceeds uh, when you're going to sort of for this pub crawl, the honor Jared Schmitz will go uh, to this charity to help families like the Schmitz. Uh, you don't usually it's maybe 30 or 40 or 50 percent, but 100 percent of the proceeds. So good on all of these bars, you know, I can't agree with you more. This is a wonderful, wonderful tribute to uh, an American hero here. And uh, once turning twenty, and you know, Sam, yeah. when it was all happening, um, you know, or just when when he originally, uh, you know, died uh, died for the country in the summer uh, or the end of the summer. I remember, you know, like you said, the events, uh, the outpouring of support, people hearing from people from you know the high school he went to and all these different things. But man, it h- hits you hard to know he was, you know, he would have been turning 21. You know, he was so young. Uh, he had so much life to live. Um, and he, you know, he gave the ultimate sacrifice. So it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's good to, good, good to remember that it's, uh, it's because of, because of guys like him. I mean, it makes me feel old. I mean, I'm, I'm 26 and, you know, to th- I mean, just to think back 
five, over five, six years ago. I mean, I, that, that, was, that was so long ago for me. And think about how young you felt. I remember yeah. when I turned 21, I just felt so young, you know, yeah. and to think he, he didn't make it to his 21st birthday because he was fighting for his country. It's somber. Well, I'm going to do my my best, Noah, to get out to a bar and uh, maybe take my wife to uh, get something to eat. We, we really love Brett Hall's Junction House and buy Jared Schmitz a beer. And uh, we'll bring you more on what this new nonprofit is. I, I can only guess that it's going to be based here in St. Charles County. That's where Mr. Schmitz lives. Uh, so we can only make that assumption. But as we learn more about his nonprofit, we'll continue to keep you updated and uh and uh, bring you more on that. But Noah, it's been a good show. We're off to a good start here in the 2022 uh, new year. Uh, you know, we always end our show on on a, on a happy note. I, I think <laughs> right. you might have some news that you want to share with folks, but what's making you smile? Yeah, Sam. Well, you know, my uh, my weekly smile has to be that my baby daughter was born. Uh, she is here, and uh, she was actually born at the end of January. Um, and you know, a, a little, little look behind the curtain is me and Sam had recorded a few of this, uh, this great show and sort of stocked up because for the past couple of weeks, I've kind of been off the grid and on paternity leave, just taking care of, uh, my, my little baby girl. So, uh, this, this is our first, this is actually, even though we've had shows every week, this is the first time me and you have talked, you know, sort of in real time in almost a month. Well, that congratulations to you and your beautiful wife and your beautiful daughter. We're so happy for uh, for her, and we're so happy that your wife is recovering very, very well, and you seem to be very healthy. You yourself now seem to be healthy. Despite I'm very healthy. I was a tough labor for me, Sam. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I pushed for hours. No, my, my wife did a fantastic job. Uh, I was I was lucky to be in the room, you know, and to be able to to hold her hand and, and see, see the baby. Uh, so it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, but Hey, now, uh, now I can just, my weekly smiles can always just be talking about things my daughter does instead of just always talking about the pregnancy. Well, we'll look forward to that, Noah. And, uh, I will echo that, you know, a lot of things make me smile this week. I could talk about the incredible weather I got outside. It was like 64 degrees, got outside and enjoyed some of that in February. I, my dad always says, you know, the one thing you love about living in Missouri is there's never a month in the summer where it's not 60 degrees one day and you never yeah. go through the it's winter cool. months without it being 60 degrees one day. So no matter how hot or how cold you are, you always get a pleasant day. At least you can day. get 12 days a year that are pleasant <laughs> <laughs> or you can move to San Diego. I mean, one or the other, but that's uh, right. I, I, so I could have said that, but I will, I will talk about baby brand. I, we got, we got a chance to meet her and uh, my daughter, uh, savannah got to say hello uh so it was it was a great time we're very happy for the brands and uh congratulations thanks for adding to this already f the fastest growing community in the <laughs> in the state even faster growing that's right we're the we're, we are assisting the fertility rate we are making the 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 little algorithms that tell the school districts they need to build more schools work even faster <laughs> Anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening today to the St. Charles County Correspondent. If you like the show, continue listening. Share it with a friend. Maybe leave a review. Send us an email if you have something you want to talk about with us. Uh, that's sccorrespondent at gmail.com. But the website where you can see all the magic is sccc.substack.com. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter, newsletter there. I'm Noah Brandt. I've been with my friend Sam Safa. Until next time, thanks for listening to the St. Charles County Correspondent. 